Corner. This is Anime Double Play, your favorite podcast for all things anime, fun stuff, and twins talking about things. I'm Mary. Thomas is here too. We are super pumped to talk to you today about a lot of really neat stuff. Um, I personally had a really good day today. I went to my gamer orchestra and I had an awesome practice and I wrote a blog post and I'm getting some job stuff back and I'm just generally feeling good. And this week in anime was pretty crazy. The three weeklies that we watched like all kind of blew up. So I'm really pumped to talk about that. And I'm so happy that you guys are here to listen to us and engage in our episode. Thomas, I hope you had just as good a day as me. Oh, I had a pretty good day. Great. That was a long intro. I think that was the longest intro you had. Yeah, it was like 55 seconds. I apologize. I'm sorry. Damn. Damn. Um, I mean, damn, like, damn. Oh, damn. You know? Yeah, like that. That was better. But I had a good day. I'm off on Wednesdays. So I basically just played some Naruto Shinobi Strikers and did fancy football stuff all day. Not a bad day. Sounds good. It was hot as balls here, so it makes sense That's why I that didn't you go stayed outside. inside. Yeah, <laughs> it was hot, so I stayed in. It was good. I had a good anime week, too, I think. Started, well, the big one is I got Naruto Shinobi Strikers, but you also got it. Yes. Should we talk about that now? I'll let you talk yeah, about it. Yeah, let's talk about that game. So, if none of you were aware... I wasn't up until it got released. They released this game for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Naruto to Boruto Shinobi Strikers, where you like basically design your own ninja, and you complete missions, and you can do PvP, and it's 4v4 squads, and you level up, and you get like jutsus and like new equipment. It's super fun. There's like PvE and PvP elements in it, you make your own character, yeah. so you're like your own ninja. It's the stuff of fantasy. Yeah, yeah the and the character creation is actually pretty good. And if you guys remember, our friend John, who has been on the podcast three or four times, one of our favorite co-co-hosts when somebody isn't here or when we're both here and we just want to talk to John, he has a channel called Nostalgia Goggles on um, Twitch and the YouTubes, and he does cool, I mean, he does cool game reviews and anime stuff on his channel anyway, so subscribe to him, but as of yesterday, we are streaming together, me, Thomas, and John, um, Naruto To Boruto Shinobi Strikers as a ninja squad, so if you want to see us play some games... Subscribe to him, and you'll get to see us play some games. Yeah, we streamed for the first time last night, and it made John's computer, or I guess his PS4, a little laggy. But besides that, it, it went really well. We suck playing PvP, but it's fun just playing the missions together and stuff. So here's the thing. The game is very hard. The game's controls are 
deceptively easy. The game is very hard. And like last night when we were streaming, I literally had the game for 45 minutes before I went online. So I'm I'm still learning how to play. I'm level 8, Thomas is level 20, and John's level like 35, and we still get our asses kicked. So we're still learning, but it's fun, and we joke, and we talk anime and games, and we laugh, and we die. It's basically life. Mostly die. Mostly Mostly die. die. But not when we do PvE. We are good at the missions, because they're not hard. Some of them are hard, though. But the game's really good. They have to um, do some server updates, which they're doing tonight, so like Wednesday night. And hopefully those will make the game a ton better. Yeah. Because if there are no server issues, it would be, like, really, really good. But with, like, the servers constantly going down and the queue times being really long, it gets really frustrating. Mm-hmm. And we'll be streaming tonight. I know I can't stream tomorrow on Thursday because I have a thing, but I'm free Friday if you want to stream Friday, Thomas. What am I doing Friday? Probably. I'm probably free. Cool. We can stay up all night playing Naruto. And it's just a really cool game because, like, I'm playing with Thomas and John, and, like, 12 years ago we were playing, like, shinobi in our living room and now like we get to be the ninja team we always wanted and it's kind of weird fulfilling and i don't know it just makes me super happy to play and get to play with them so if you guys are interested um i hope you watch yeah exactly it's like i went to gamestop to buy the game and i was like i'm here to relive my childhood dream of becoming a ninja He's like, so you want the Naruto game? I was like, yes, please. <laughs> it's weird. Four. It's like corny to say, but it's like dreams do come true in a weird virtual reality way. But we can move on. But if that's something you guys want, it's Nostalgia Goggles. Um, we'll tweet it for all five of our Twitter followers. So all good. Um, anime-wise, the one thing I did... Anime-wise, today, that I just want to say, because I never talk about it and I feel bad, is that I caught up in um, in the dubbed version of Chio's School Ro- Road. Wow. Chio's School Road. It's the comedy that's out this season. And the show's good, but the dub is incredible. The voice acting is so good, and there's a really fine line in um, dubbing comedies that are very Japanese in making the jokes... In English, there's a difference between translating the joke and making the joke funny in its translated language. And just, like, the line delivery is so current. Like, there was one line today, and Chio said, like, that girl did. Like, she said it like that, and it just sounds like something that someone would say. And it was just, it's just so well done that you should watch it. (laughs) The dub's on VRV, not sponsored. I just... Love that show, and I want to watch more of it, but I don't want to watch the sub because this is one of the first times ever that I think the dub is better for English viewers. So, yeah, I said it. Hey, Thomas. Oh, hello. How are you? I'm good. Um, should we get into the weeklies? No, because I started watching something. Oh, tell me more. I started watching Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun. Oh, right! Yes, I forgot! Oh, I love that show! It almost made one of my lists for um, favorite anime from 2012 to 2016. Tell me about it! Oh, that was it. such a shit show. 
Did you like it? Was it good? Uh, yeah, I'm not super far into it yet. Oh, what I'm episode? I'm only, like, four episodes in. Oh, you're about to get to the best part. There's this one part, I think it's the beginning of episode five. I don't know. Did they play the dating sim yet? Oh, yeah, they just that, did that. That's the best part of the show. You've done it. I oh, watched really? that. That was so funny. I watch that, like, once a month and cry. It is so funny. Tomoda! <laughs> Love that show. <laughs> yeah, that was a really funny episode. That was episode four. Yeah. So, and um, it's only like 13 episodes. Yeah, it's short. It's so funny. Um, the tandem bike. Oh, yeah, the tandem bike. And she's like, oh, why don't you just draw the manga with her riding on the back? And he's like, that's against the law. Can't do that. It's true. Like, remember Bakuman? That was a thing. They had um, the guy in PCP smoking, and they were like, nah, can't do that. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know if it's actually illegal to to sit on the back of someone's bike. It is. I've seen it in anime a lot. They're, they ride on, ta- they ride tandem, that's what they call it, and get in trouble, or they ride tandem, and there's a warning under on the bottom of the screen that's like, riding tandem's illegal. Really? Wow, that's so weird. You have to be a good influence for the youngins. Uh, Yeah, for sure. I wouldn't even think of that, though. The opening's really good, too. Oh, I've heard the opening before. I don't even know where, but it started playing, and I was like, oh my god, I know this. I started jumping around. It's very good. Um, mm-hmm. cool. I'm so glad Sarah watched it and she didn't like it. She was like, it wasn't that funny. It's like, oh my God. And then it's by the same create. Well, Nozaki-kun creators made Tata Doesn't Fall in Love, the anime last season about the Luxembourg girl, which I thought was pretty good. And Sarah loved it. She was like, that was so much better than Nozaki-kun. And I'm like, your priorities are wrong, but it's okay. Nozaki-kun is like a masterpiece. There has to... The cliffhanger at the end, there has to be a second season and it hasn't gotten it yet, but whatever. I think I mentioned that when we were talking about anime that deserve second seasons. I think I said Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun because it's amazing. Maybe. Yeah, and the production value is so high. It looks really good. it is animated nice. I love Mikoshiba. He's, I love him. Call, Call me senpai. (laughs) <laughs> he's really funny. I love him. I don't get his deal. He's like a <laughs> you don't have to. Not really. And did you meet Sayo? Is that the girl who just ruins everything? She's an asshole who also sings. Oh yeah, yeah. She sings yeah. like an angel. She's amazing. <laughs> okay, we can move on, but. It gets better. I mean, you the best skit in it is, in my opinion, the dating sim skit because living that life. But um, yeah, it's a really good show. I'm glad you're watching it. Okay, now can you're, we talk about welcome. the weeklies? <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. Yes, we can. Um, first, let me just say, get it out of the way. I watched Homes of Kyoto. Last week was good. This week was boring AF. 
Um, how many dinner parties can you go to in 10 episodes? Like, 12. There are so many dinner parties, and every episode's kind of getting the same, and I was into it for the mystery part, but now I just want the two characters to get together and don't care about the mysteries because they're, they're impossible to solve. But, yeah, um, it was pretty boring. I don't even think I watched the whole thing. I kind of stopped halfway through and was like, nothing's going to happen. But it's almost Wait, over. What show is this again? The Homes of Kyoto. Oh, God. I... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to keep watching that or no? Oh, I'm so close. I have like three episodes left. I've got a rally. But yeah. Um, so now let's get into the weeklies. Both our weeklies. Um, the question is, this was a banging week. What do you want to start with? Um, you pick. Um, if we go in the order I watched them, it would be Banana Fish, My Hero, Attack on Titan. I feel like we're going to have a lot to say about Attack on Titan, so I don't know if we want to do that last, but what do you want to do? Up to you, Mary. Okay, you, let's... You're kicking it off. Let's start with Banana Fish. Um, Banana Fish, this episode, was brutal. <laughs> it was very hard to watch. Um, it was... Was it good? It was good. It just, like, made me feel sad. I mean, it was so crazy. I I do have a complaint about the episode. Um, it was intense. It was dramatic. It was, like, right in the feels. R.I.P. Shorter. Such a great character. It's a shame to see him go so early in the story. But, like, we have a kidnapping. We have all this stuff. The mood is bleak and low. And everyone is wearing tuxedos. And like that kind they of hot. that kind of took me out of it. Like it like I I don't know. It took yeah, that's what happened. It took me out of it because they're like <laughs> there's this whole thing and then they're at a dinner party in tuxedos and then they go to the thing and they're all in tuxedos except shorter and edgy and I was just like it was it didn't work for me. I wish they weren't in tuxedos. It's obviously I'm having trouble to putting it into words, but it kind of broke the mood for me in a way for the fan service, I guess. I don't even know why they did it, but they just put them in tuxedos, had them eat and then had them kill each other. It doesn't, I didn't like that part. If they were just in their normal clothes, it would have felt more desperate and stuff, but it just was kind of overly stupid in tuxedos. Does that make sense? I guess. I don't really think that's a very good complaint. Just it really, really bothered me, though. Like, it genuinely, like, took me out <laughs> of the moment because they were all in tuxedos. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. The tuxedos did not bother me. This show, anything goes, though. Yeah, like, I love it. Anything can happen. I don't, I don't know. They could lose. They, they could, could legitimately lose. lose. The, here's the thing, they're probably going to win. The question is, who's going to be around at the end? Because nobody is safe. There, There's not going to be a complete happy ending in this show. Ash or Edgy is probably going to die. My bet's on Ash. Um, I don't want him to die, I like him, but I just don't know. Um, Shorter's gone. It was sad. He went up to Ash and he was like, Take me out of this. And he said before, he was like, I will kill myself before I let anything happen to Edgy. And it that 
that was a thing. So that, that was really sad. And I'm nervous that we're going to get rescued by the two gangs coming together and smashing Golzini's place. And then that one Chinese kid's going to be like, where's my gang boss? And Ash is going to be like, I shot him. So I just hope that they stay on our side because we're going to need them. And I'm nervous that they're going to go like, oh, you traitor, blah, blah, blah. And then we're going to have another enemy. I would like to avoid that. And just hopefully they understand that it had to be done. I don't know. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I don't want like a weird um, third party misunderstanding thing. Yeah, yeah. I hate those. But I mean, it's not a misunderstanding. Really what happened to Shorter? I shot him in the chest with my gun. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's so many other factors with it, right? Yeah, I just hope it works out. I think it's going to. I think the Moon Dragon, long-haired um, sex slave guy is going to join our team. I th- hope the Chinese gang is going to join our team. And then we're going to stay in New York. We're going to go to L.A. I have no idea what's going to happen. We have to take banana fish away from them, or we have to stop them from producing it, like steal the formula. I have no idea what's going to happen. And I kind of like that. Mm. The crazy thing about this show is that we're not even halfway through. I know. I hope they don't change we're the opening. Four or twenty-five episodes. Uh, I don't know. I can check. Something like that. It's it's two seasons because I saw it got confirmed for next season. Yeah, it definitely fall, is. Fallist. Um. Yeah. But so we have a ton more of this show. I'm kind of pissed they killed Shorter so early. Twenty-four so episodes. Yeah, so we have a lot more to go. It seems like it's almost going to wrap up, but it can't. we've got more banana fish action coming at you. I'm very excited. I really like this show. I like how it's unpredictable. Um, it's exciting because usually anime, it's like, yeah, we know, and then this is going to happen. So it's kind of cool kind of being thrown for a loop. And it's genuinely a good show. Like, I feel so bad for Shorter. There was so much fan art about Shorter and Skip like meeting each other in heaven and I was like I can't deal with this wait say that again sorry there was so much fan art about Shorter meeting up with Skip in heaven (laughs) oh really oh god I don't want to see that oh it was so sad and Shorter's sister such a bummer he was so happy and joyful and a gang boss it's very weird like these characters have murdered people and they're portrayed in such a brilliant light. It's, it's kind of a weird mix, but I don't care. I'm on their team. I don't even know what to say to that. Honestly, I heard okay. you and I was just like, yes, Thank I you. agree. Thank you for agreeing. You're on a roll right now, Mary. I've, I'm a little hyper. I apologize. I had a cup of coffee today at like 3.30, and I usually can't have caffeine past like 3 or else I freak out, so I'm very hyper. Just wait for the stream tonight. I'm going to suck, but also be insane. All right. My Hero Academia. Since I'm on a roll, Thomas, you start. I don't like this arc. Yeah, I've I been saying that. I agree. I I don't like it. I thought the, the Todoroki... What's the other guy's name? Shinta? Uh, Yuasa? Maybe that's his first name? I don't know. But it's I Yuasa. Know. I don't know the full name. Yeah, the, the wind guy. 
like, so stupid. Like, dumbest thing ever. Now Todoroki and him aren't going to pass. And I don't know. I, I don't really care about this. Like, this is just some meaningless... Like, I guess the license is meaningful. But I don't really care too much about it. I want to fight the League of Villains. Or something with them. I don't care about this other school and this wind guy who's like super hyper, but he doesn't like Todoroki because he's mean. Like, I don't know. I really don't care much about their relationship at all. Like, they didn't really build it up. It kind of just like came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um... I feel like it was better in the manga. The whole the pacing for this arc has been off. It's been off since the beginning. Um, last week got me really mad. Um, I thought the fight was good, but I feel like there's not enough buildup for you to care about what's happening right now. Like they went so slow before, and they added that filler with Momo and Su Chan and whoever, and with Bakugo and that melty skin guy. And then I feel like they could have used that time here to strengthen what's going on because this is this is not the last time we see Wind Guy. Um, and I feel like I wish they would have made this more of a moment. I mean, the animation was great. It kind of like changed animation styles when they zoomed in on their faces. It looked very like Gurren Lagann instead of My Hero, which isn't a bad thing. It was cool, but it was just something I noticed. Um... But yeah, it's not great. And now, I mean, who? let me ask you a question, Thomas. Who do you think failed? Todoroki. I don't know. We hardly saw what any of them did. Right. Like, I'm going to guess Bakugo and them passed just because it was really funny. I, I would pass them just for the memes. Like, oh um, AG... Um, Kaminari and Bakugo just because they literally did nothing I just want to see them pass they saved the last saving. two people yeah I just want to see them like save the last two people and pass just because of whatever I just think that would be funny but I don't know I hardly saw what any of them do Yeah, like Todoroki's gonna fail I hope Midoriya passes that would be kind of imagine weird. I he did a good job yeah I, I think, I think so he too. passed though I thought because Shindo just, did a really good job. I don't remember him doing such a good job. The other guy from the other school with the earth tremors, um, he really took charge and was like really prioritizing the civilians. And I was like, wow, you're a jerk, but good for you. Like, you're going to be a good hero. I didn't remember reading that, so I was pleased. Yeah, that's cool. Gang Orca is a cool dude. Yeah, I, I like him. I like him. Number 10, Hiro. Number 10 hero. Top 5 heroes that look like villains. <laughs> Bakugo will soon be, soon be on that list. Lord Murder Explosion. Yeah. Lord Murder Explosion. What name did he end up picking? Um, I don't know. Death to all. I am King Bakugo. I wish Ashto kept Alien Queen. I thought that was so awesome. The acid hero, alien queen, but now her name's Pinky. Ugh. 
Bad one. Oh, that's kind of yeah. lame. That would be a good topic, rating, like, top five hero names from My Hero Academia. <laughs> That'd be fun. Five, top five best and five worst. Pinky's up there. Obviously, the best one is Can't Stop Twinkling. Easily the best. Is that actually his hero name? Yeah. <laughs> Can't Stop <laughs> Twinkling! <laughs> I love that. What yeah. did, um... Um, I I guess it's not important. I was kind of thinking what name someone picked, but who? Maybe I, can't I know even it right away. The real name, so describe him quick. He's the the fast guy with the engines in his legs. Oh my god! I hate you. <laughs> What's his name? Ida. Oh yeah, that guy. What do you know? What name he took? Yeah, he took his brother's name. I think Ingenium. Ingenium. Yeah, or something along those lines. Um, wow, Tom. <laughs> What's the name of the main character from Toy Koito Uso? I have no idea. I don't think I could name a single character from that show. Oh, did you see? There's a they're doing an OVA for it. It's coming out next season. Can't wait to not watch it. I know. I'm so excited to not watch it. Yeah. By the way, it's Yukari Nejima. Oh, I thought it was something with an N. I knew Yukari, which is weird because they never call him that. I forgot the last name. I had to look that up, I'll be honest. But um and Nisaka is the gay guy. Nisaka. Oh we think. We think. No, that's what that oh, we don't whatever. Um, really quick, before we go into Attack on Titan, did you read last week's chapter of Promise Neverland? Yeah. We was, met that, like, small person. It was really sad, Phil. He's so sad oh. and unalone. Oh, wait. Was Phil in last week? I thought he was two weeks ago. I read it this week. I read it today, which is why I brought it up. When they they oh, go back okay. to the plantation and he's like, Hey, Emma, I'm doing my best. And I'm like six and I'm so, so sad. But okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was... I'm trying to remember when it was, sorry. I think... It, I I read it literally, like, within 12 hours of it coming out. So mm. it probably came out last Friday and I read that. Okay. I read it whenever I remember. I definitely read it once a week, but sometimes it's it's Thursday and then I read the new chapter on Friday. Or sometimes I read it on Friday and then the new chapter the week after, but whatever. Um, okay. Time to open this can of worms. Attack on Titan. We have two very different opinions on this episode. You start. I want to hear your opinion first. It's very weird. Like, at the beginning of the season, I wasn't a fan. And you were really liking it. And now we've switched. And now I'm liking it. And you want to drink lighter fluid. I think that was the quote. I got a text from my brother. I texted my brother and I said, I'm about to watch the Attack on Titan episode. And he said... You should instead drink lighter fluid. It was so bad. So I watched it, and I was expecting the worst, and I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed this episode. Let me break it down quick. Um, Beginning. Break it down. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Awesome fight. Great animation. Hanji got, like, bodied. Um, 
Super cool, good strategy with the smoke. Don't really know or care about Kenny. Whatever, he left. Um, I thought that was great. That was like the first eight minutes. Mikasa's doing awesome. Hanji was killing people. Jean had his first kill. Um, very well choreographed. I liked all the colors. We're in the crystal castle, but we've got the green and blue smoke and then the black smoke from the grenades. Looked great. Levi looks a lot better without his cloak on. I like him in his shirt. I don't know why I said that, but he's just looking good. Um, into the chamber. So, everyone this thinks... Is important shit. I everyone, like the fight, too, for the yeah, record. Everyone thinks Aaron... I wrote a blog post about this today, moveslikeawod.com. Um, everyone thinks Aaron is a wuss because he's sad that... He realizes his dad killed Historia's family, stole the answer to all life, and gave it to Eren. And Eren realizes that the one thing in the way of his goal of saving humanity is him. And people are like, wow, what a pussy. He's so sad. Like, wouldn't you be? Like, he just, he is a broken man. He just realized that. He is the one thing preventing everything that he's fighting for. And he is so, and I don't even like Aaron. I think he's so arrogant and aggressive and useless and annoying, but he so willingly forfeits his life for the thing that he's fighting for. Like everyone's like, wow, he's such such a pathetic human. And he's like, Historia, this is going to help humanity. Like my father did horrible things. Just eat me. Just eat me. And it was such a, it was one of the best vocal performances I've heard this season with his voice acting. The guy did an amazing job and Historia did an incredible job too when she realizes that her dad's an asshole and it's bullshit. Like, we don't even know if what he said is true. Maybe there's something with Aaron we can figure out that doesn't have to be. So we don't even know what he's saying is true, but just taking it as is, she still like flips him and breaks it and runs up and saves Eren so she can live a life she's proud of. And now we're finally going to get the big-ass Titan fight that we want, and it was all hype up to this moment, and next week's going to be awesome. And I don't know how you dislike this episode. Okay, so... Well, I have a lot of issues. One, I still don't understand... A lot of it's the same complaints as last week. I still don't understand what the fuck is going on. Like, so, the race family has some power where they can erase people's memories. Okay. Still weird. I'm with you on that one. They can just do that. Mm -hmm. Now there's magic. They also have serum to turn people into titans. Okay. I don't know how they have that. They explained it. It's the fluid in the spinal cord. Of the Titan. Of the Titan. Of any Titan? Jury's out. Keep going. Okay. So. uh, Okay, so let's just fast forward to the episode. So, as you said, Aaron realizes, or like, we all come to the conclusion that if um, Krista, right, Historia, if yeah. Historia eats 
Erin, so whoever has the power, she gets this ungodly knowledge of the world, along with the power to control Titans. Right? Yes. Okay. Just want to make sure it's correct, because it's very confusing. So everyone in her family, for generations, has been passing her along this power. Mm-hmm. Right? To be able to control the Titans. And they've literally done nothing with it. Yes. Right? That is the issue. That is what makes Chris... Ah, that is what makes Historia rebel. She says, why haven't you saved humanity? And he said, when my brother did it to my uncle, he thought the same thing. And once he ate it, once he ate his uncle and gained all that knowledge, he knew, he just, he lost all will. He knew something that we didn't, and it prevented him from doing anything just like the ancestors before. So we don't know why they haven't done anything. There must be something in the past that like either makes the user of the knowledge so hopeless that they just give up. Or there's some knowledge that's like, yeah, we're never going to win. Okay. And now that knowledge is forever gone. It's in Eren. And only a person in the race family can get that knowledge. So Eren has it, but he cannot utilize it because he does not have the royal bloodline. Very Final Fantasy fifteen, but we're just going to roll with it. So okay. Krista has to eat Aaron, but Kenny is like, yo, man, you're not going to eat Aaron like the dad because you're a wuss and a pussy. And he's like, yeah, I am. Krista, do it. And Krista's like, nah, dad, fuck you. And he flips him and he's like, she's like, I'm not, we're going to save humanity. If this knowledge is going to make me not want to save humanity, like go fuck yourself. See, I, I don't know. I just think the whole thing is really stupid. That there's just this, like, knowledge sitting in Eren's stomach or something. Spine. And spinal cord. Spinal cord, <laughs> It is me. silly. And if she eats him, he gains the knowledge, but she's not... But if she does, she's not going to want to do anything about it. So, she literally morphs from the quiet girl says nothing to this fuck everything stop being a giant pussy Aaron we're getting out of here and we're gonna defeat the titans some other way well the, the, quiet, the quiet shy girl was an act when she was Krista and then when she became Historia she was kind of just like herself somber became Historia I wish well, she she just changed her name. Well, she... she this isn't like... People knew like, about she's her... She's not like going through a, a transformation. Here. Yes, but people knew about her past, so she knew she didn't have to put on the act and can be her true self, which is this somber, depressed person, because her life sucks. And then Aaron has that moment with her where he's like, I'm happy you're finally being yourself. I always knew there was something off about you, and I'm happy that... You can be the person that you are. And I feel like this is just a side to Historia we haven't seen yet. And it's weird, because three episodes ago, I hated this season, and now I'm defending it. It's just so weird. I just think the story is so all over the place. I agree. And so ridiculous at this point. Also agree. Like, but I'm in. And, okay, Kenny, for example. I don't care this about guy, Kenny. So, Kenny... 
I don't understand, like, where his alliance is. Like, so he kills some of the race family because, I don't know. <laughs> he just, like, has to kill them and lets, like, Rod Race go. Because he's working for the government and the government knows about them, but they don't know about them. It doesn't make sense, right? So the government kidnaps Aaron and Krista. So they're working with the race family, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They are. As of right now. But the race family isn't in power? Yes. There was the dummy king. Why? Because... Why not just have the race family in power? Something happened a hundred years ago that no one's telling us, and only Erwin's dad knows, but Erwin's dad's dead. So who knows? So once we kill Rod Race, does well, Krista know? Who knows? No. Does all the knowledge disappear? That this is a complaint I had as well. Like it's only been a hundred years. Like somebody's got to remember what happened. But they were they erased everyone's memories because oh, it's in their blood. See, this is why it's stupid. Like. It does nothing makes sense. Like it's it's not adding up. So how many race are are like race are as an R E I S S like Yeah. How many of them are left? I don't know. And we also like obviously the reason um like they're in power and they're trying to like do everything, they're obviously not allied with the armored and colossal titan in that group. So we have like this three-way block between, like, the monkey business, giant furry titan, potentially Eren's dad. Well, Eren's dad's dead. Oh, right. We I forgot. His dad might be dead. Also, mm, we also had... mm. I'm gonna keep ranting here. Also, we had in between when Eren's mom gets killed, Eren's dad finds him. Yeah. Injects him with titan fluid... So he can become a titan, and Eren then forgets it happened because a, one of the races erased his memory somehow, no, did or they? his dad did. I think yeah, how he else could did he forget. He could have traumatically blocked it out. He turned into a titan oh God, when he was so eight. Convenient. Yeah, Thomas, you gotta so remember convenient. it's an anime. <laughs> that would be ridiculous, though. But it has to be realistic within the realm of the world. Like that would be so stupid. If there's a bunch of people who can release, erase memories, and literally, like, the second most important thing that happened in this kid's life, he forgets because it was so traumatic and only remembers it now because of a family that can restore memories that just happens to exist in this world. No way. I'm not buying that. One of the race people had to erase his memories, which is also ridiculous because that doesn't make sense either because Eren's dad is the one that, like, killed them. But apparently Aaron's dad is dead. How did he die? Um, Aaron killed him. It looks like Aaron killed him. When Aaron gets oh, injected, he turns right. into a titan and kills Grisha. Okay. And that's what they think happened. But here's the thing. A rice can't have erased Aaron's memory because bef- to get the injection... Ugh, to get the injection, Grisha would have already had to go, go and kill Frida and the Rices. So the only Rice that's alive to do that is the dad, 
but he can't because he doesn't have the the the, the thing, right? He doesn't no, he have can the do it. he can okay. But then, like, why didn't he yeah. just eat Aaron then? If he, he finds him, right if he finds him to erase his memories, he could have just freaking ate him when he was nine. I don't know. I'm trying not to. I'm trying to focus on the positive here. I thought it was a well-executed episode. There are plot holes. That's not this episode's fault. It's not Aaron's fault that his life sucks and he's sad. And I thought his story had a great moment. I hope Hanji's not dead. And I think next episode we're finally going to get the battle of the season. I think the story is so all over the place. It literally just, they added like a bajillion new elements. Agreed. And I don't know what direction it's going. Like, it's too much information overload in two episodes, and it's not consistent. Or I'm missing something, and I'm not understanding it. But I really didn't like it. But we are going to get a cool Titan fight, which I'm not going to complain about that. Yeah, I agree with you, by the way. I do. Um, I was saying that a couple episodes ago, like, there's a newspaper and there's, like, a whole civilization and they did not touch on it for 32 episodes. And now they're world-building now when they could have snuck it in earlier throughout the show so it felt less in your face. Um, I agree with you. But I'm taking it for what it is and I'm being positive about it and I thought... This was probably my favorite episode of the season of Attack on Titan, not of the summer season, but yeah. Cool. Mm. Well, yeah. well, we talked about that for a long time. Yeah, we've been chatting for like 40 minutes. Yeah. It's all let's, because uh, I let's... started it off with too long of an intro. Bummer. That whole 55-second intro, Mary. Really? Killed us. Killed us. But okay. we're good. We're jumping into uh, our topic of the week. Topical of the week. So, we kind of touched on, well, we didn't touch on it, but we were talking about The Promised Neverland earlier, and I was thinking about the manga that are kind of running in Weekly Shonen Jump, what's really popular right now, and I wanted to pose the question... Mary, what was the question? Oh my god. Um, <laughs> has Shonen Jump gone away from the traditional Shonen genre? Thank you, Mary. <laughs> I just want to. I didn't. Ha- I usually have it written down, but I didn't have it up right now, so I just want to make sure it was accurate. Yeah. So, um, I'll, I'll just like kind of talk about what I was thinking. So going in, I was kind of thinking like. Yeah, like, th- I'm thinking of, like, all the the manga that are running in sh- Weekly Shonen Jump. I'm thinking, like, obviously One Piece and My Hero and Black Clover, but I'm thinking, like, The Promised Neverland, Haikyuu, Shokugeki no Soma, Dr. Stone, Robot X Laser Beam. Like, now that Gintama's gone, like, that's a lot of shows that aren't really, like, very traditional manga. I mean, The Promised Neverland has... Arguably a female main character, right? Yeah. In a boy's comic magazine, right? So I was thinking, huh, maybe, like, we're losing that, like, traditional Shonen Jump 
kind of vibe with the series. And when I say that, I mean, like, DBZ-inspired shows. So, like, Naruto, One Piece, Bleach, Hitekyo Hitman Reborn, Hunter Hunter, these kinds of manga, Fairy Tale even, Seven Deadly Sins, right? These, like, teams of people in this kind of fantasy world that are trying to... I don't know, become a Hokage or whatever the fuck the point of Bleach is. Whoa, they do that. whoa, whoa. Back up. <laughs> What's the point of Bleach, man? Don't touch Bleach. Bleach is <laughs> off limits. I'm so the only the... one allowed to bring up Bleach. I lived what's through the that goal shit. Of bleach, Mary? To protect my friends. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> to become strong. To avenge his mother? To save Soul Society? It builds... Aizen? <laughs> Ichimaru Gen? Sounds... Sojin's yeah. Comet? Sojin's Comet. <laughs> okay. Socrates? My first question know. to but you... Anyway. I have a question. Anyway. Let me what? ask my question. Um, when you, Are we... when? So you... Phrase the question as Shonen Jump. Are we sticking to Shonen Jump manga? Because you said yes. Nanatsu no Taizai and um, another one that isn't that was Shonen just an Jump. example. Okay. Of like what I mean by traditional Shonen. But like we're not, you're, we're not like Full Metal is off the table. Well, yeah. I mean that ended. Like I know, but I'm saying as an example. Ago. Oh, like because it wasn't in Weekly Shonen Jump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about, like, Shonen Jump. like Okay, solely Shonen, Shonen Jump. Jump. Okay, cool. Yeah. And the more I thought about it and looked at, like, the list of manga that are in Shonen Jump, I don't really think they're, there's really making a transition away from it. There's a lot of show or manga that aren't, like, traditional Shonen, but the most popular ones are, right? One yeah. Piece of My Hero are one, two, <clears throat> and they're the most popular ones. Mm-hmm. So we're, I think we're, even though we don't have, like, the big three right now, right, I think we're always going to have, like, Shonen Jump is always going to, in essence, be, like, a very Shonen-based. Wow. Um, like, in, in a genre type. Like, traditional Shonen is always going to be, like, their focal point, and those are always going to be the series that headline it. Like, I think when, like, something like Shogugeki no Soma becomes, like, the main manga in Shonen Jump, we're going to see a really big fall-off from Shonen Jump. Shonen Jump won't be the main, um, like, manga distributor anymore. So, for now, because My Hero and One Piece, Black Clover, unfortunately, those are, like, really popular, I think Shonen Jump is still kind of has their focus on that, but I like that they're also doing different things, right? With, like, The Promised Neverland, Haikyuu, I think Hinomaru Zumo is in Shonen Jump? I'm not sure. But, they have, like, some sport anime in there, or sport manga in there, but I think for the most part, they're still a very Shonen-focused uh, magazine. Um, okay, I... <sighs> I know what I'm gonna say, I'm trying to Introduce it properly. Okay, so I think that Shonen Jump is pretty much the same. 
without, I mean, there are no three huge series, but I think Shonen Jump is basically the same. Like, whoa, Promise Neverland is so different. That's like, wow. But also, Death Note was in Shonen Jump. Like, there's always been that yeah. one weird one. Or like, whoa, Haikyuu, so popular, sports manga, whoa, so was Prince of Tennis. I feel like it's just a different cycle of something that's already happened. And yes, some of the shows are different because like they've been done before and they need to innovate, but the principles of shonen manga are still in there. So I definitely don't think that it's changing. But I mean, what is tra- if you call traditional shonen um, the the DBZ, the Naruto, the One Piece, then what am I trying to say? It's not. It's changing. I was going to say Hero like like that. Oh, yeah. I think Boku no Hero is a little different, but definitely. I mean, it doesn't have to be in a fantasy world. It has to be about a young boy or main character trying to be the best at something or do something to achieve a major goal that he gets friends, he changes his life. Um, Boku no Hero does that. I mean, technically Haikyuu does that too, but it's just a sports um, manga. I'm not 100% familiar with what's in Shonen Jump right now. Boruto, I mean, Boruto's a monthly, but it's still a Shonen Jump title. Um, I just feel like there are a lot of different... It's not the typical, like, hero fights things to save things because we're just in that cycle. We're in the Death Note phase with whatever. We're, we're, we're Torikoing right now with Shokugeki no Soma. Um, it's just different. Like, you know what I mean? It's, there are shows that aren't typical super typical, stereotypical shonen, but Shonen Jump has done this before. They've had titles like this before, so it doesn't seem weird. You know? I'm not like, but wow, not Shonen forefront. Jump is going down the tubes. Because Shonen Jump not, has not had a Promise Memberland before. I know, I know you're not saying that, but... Yeah, but... It's done this before, so I'm not thing, surprised. Always, for, like, the last 20 years, they've always had the big three, right? Like, yeah. even if Death Note is, like, mixing it up in there, I mean, they had the big three for probably, for over 10 years, 15 years probably. There was, the big three were the most popular manga in the world for, like, those 15 years. Like, obviously, like, there were some other series that were popular that, like, broke into the top three every now and then, but... Those were always a staple, even when there were other things that were like a little different, like Death Note. You know, Prince of Tennis was never that big, but whoa, whoa, whoa. Thomas, there are still thousands of people that send the author of Prince of Tennis Valentine's Day chocolates for the characters on Valentine's Day. There are still stage plays and drama CDs and musicals in Japan about Prince of Tennis. Prince of Tennis was. Huge. There has never been a bigger sports anime than Prince of Tennis. I don't know about that. He's still getting Valentine's Day chocolates. So? Just because there's some crazy-ass people doesn't mean his story's amazing. 
Anyway. But my point is that we always have that big three, but now we don't really have that, right? We literally only have One Piece and My Hero. So we have we have two, but... I mean, Haikyuu's up not the there. Haikyuu, I mean, yeah, it Pardon? doesn't have the same feel because they're, they haven't been running as long. I mean, One Piece. But Boku no Hero is relatively new compared to, like, a 10-year-long series. Haikyuu's rev- rev- relatively new. These series have started, like, past 2010, so they just have to pick up the speed. And Boku no Hero's on its way to being up there. But, I mean... Yeah, something's going to feel different when something that's been there for a long time isn't there anymore. That's just the way it is. Right. Exactly. I agree. Which is why I wanted to pose the question. But we both seem to agree that we're not seeing a shonen jump transition to a different focal point. Why did you ask the question then? Because <laughs> I wanted to know your answer. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's also different. I don't have to. Yeah, I understand. Sorry, you can go. It's also different for me personally because I'm not reading a lot of Shonen Jump. And it's not because of my age or anything. It's just, I mean, I'm not reading Haikyuu because I want to watch the anime. I'm reading Boku no Hero. Um, I'm reading Promise Neverland. But I used to be reading, like, most series in Weekly Shonen Jump weekly. And now, like, apparently that one, the Hino whatever, Hino Zamaru, is becoming an Hino anime. Zuma? I've never heard of it before. I've never heard of Dr. Uh, Stone. I've never heard of Robot X Laser Beam. Um, I actually read a bunch of Hinamaru Zuma. Oh, is it good? Should I watch it? Uh, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to watch it when it comes out because I like the manga. Okay. Um, I've been reading a lot of weird shit, like Fire Punch and... All this stuff. Um, oh, wait. Are, were, did, were you reading Fire Punch? I got, like, five chapters in, but it was a little too graphic to read at work. I didn't want to risk it. I actually was going to start reading it because Mo recommended it. Oh, man. It is heavy. It's really good, but it's really heavy. And it's, yeah, it, looks like, it looks like Berserk. It's so detailed. Like, it looks beautiful. But... I was just talking to someone about Berserk on Sunday. Hmm, my friends How love Berserk. They it was great. They love Berserk. I have volumes three and four in my house. I've had them for about a year. I just haven't read them yet. My friend's letting me read it, but I'm just a moron. I should read them and um, return them to him on Saturday because we're having our first Yosh practice on Saturday. Yay. First Yosh practice. Yep. We're doing... Haikyuu Season 5 opening, Hikari Are, and we're doing Last Surprise from Persona 5. Those are our first two. Naisu. Naisu Desu. But, yeah, so I guess we agree. Um, It's different, it feels different, but for an obvious reason. It's not that the shows are necessarily different. Shonen Jump has its state it still has its staples they're just young they're they're babies they're working their way up yeah exactly everything's like feels so new compared to what used to be in it but i think shonen jump is still in a really good spot and kind of makes me want to start reading more manga after 
Yeah. Out of this discussion. After but talking so much about Shinobi it, strikers to play. Yeah, I know, right? After talking about it, I I agree. I could definitely pick up a couple more. I've been reading. I've been in that shojo phase because shojo, like, you don't a hundred percent have to pay attention. You kind of know what's happening. You just go through and wait for the doki doki parts. But I mean, I'm a shonen girl. I grew up on shonen, so I've, I'm interested. In Dr. Stone and something X laser beam. I love laser beams. So I'm down. Totally down. Robot X laser beam looks really stupid. Damn. Bummer. It looks really bad. Well, how about this? I'll read the cup I'll read a couple chapters of it and then I'll report back next week. Okay. No, I'll read a couple chapters of Dr. Stone. Oh, this could be a thing that we do. We just try out a new manga and review it for each other. Yeah, let's do that for next week. Yeah. We just came up with this, guys. <laughs> On the fly. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Um, What do we want to say? 15 chapters? Let's do 10. 10? Okay. Unless we really like it, then we can keep going. But I'll try to get through 10. I feel like I got the bad end of the deal here because you said it's not that good. I mean, maybe you like it. Who knows? Okay, cool. Well, yeah. Um, I think that's a great way to wrap up. We have our topic for next week. Topic for next week. We're reading some uh, weekly Shonen Jump manga that we haven't started. Oh, this is On so fun. On to the new era, guys. We are just, Hop on the bandwagon. We're just so nostalgic right now. We're playing Naruto with our Naruto friend, and now we're reading Shonen Jump. Like, oh my god. Some things never change. So Some things, whether you're 14 or 24, some things never change, and I kind of love it. But yeah. For sure. Th- All right. Thanks. Well, let's, uh, what? Thanks for potting with me, Tom. Oh, yeah. You got it, dude. <laughs> it was good. All right. Let's, uh, let's wrap up this episode 71, right? Episode 70, 71? Episode 71. So 71 of Anime Double Play. This was a good one. Don't forget, we are streaming on Nostalgia Goggles on Twitch and YouTube. We're going to be playing some Naruto Shinobi Strikers with our friend John. I'm so, so feel excited. Free to check us out. We're so bad. We're literally going to do that right after this. Yeah, I have to put so, the podcast together. I have to, like, make it. But, yeah. Feel free to check it out and check out his review on Shinobi Strikers, as well as um, he kind of compares and contrasts it to Xenoverse 2, which was like the DBZ game. Yeah. And let us know what you think. You can always hit us up on uh, our email or Twitter or iTunes, wherever you're watching, SoundCloud. So anyway, let us know if you guys need anything, and we'll be signing off for... So it's 71 of Anime Double Play. See you next week.